and you're listening to Radio One Chicago. Alright, this is Radio 1 Chicago here on 88.7. That right there was the flips with Take Center. Take Cover. Take Cover. I should learn how to read my handwriting. <laughs> so we have Dustin and Nick here in Radio 1 Chicago. Uh, the flips, you guys are playing a show this Saturday? Uh, Friday. Friday? Tomorrow? <laughs> Close. Oh my gosh. I can't read today. Oh, we just did this. <laughs> we did this. Ah, I'm the one who's messing up. It's supposed to be you guys. No. Um, so you guys are playing tomorrow at the mm. Metro. Yes, right. right. Give us some of the details on that show. We are headlining the Metro, um, and there's a lot of cool bands there. Yeah, who's who's playing? The Island of Misfit Toys. Uh They're playing, and there's like 17 people in that band. (laughs) They're amazing. Like 37 last count. 
um, <laughs> with and Radiant Devices and The Suns. It's going to be a really awesome show. Yeah. And we're, this is our first time at the Metro. We're totally cool. stoked. Mm. So you guys are about to release uh, your second uh, full length? We released our second full length at the end of last year. <laughs> Better days. Got it. Oh man, I am messing up all over the place. Oh. We need. I need to start over. I think um, this is you, live. You, right? you this is us. live. Okay. This is live. Really we can't podcast worry about this. this, can we? We're the really ones that worry about this. Right. <laughs> I think you guys threw your, the mojo on me. The worry mojo. Um, so let's talk about this second album because from what I, from what I've been listening to compared to the first album, this one's a little bit of a darker kind of. Uh, you're veering a little bit darker than than the previous work that you guys have done what was there any particular change that kind of made the music go that route like a little bit heavier a little bit darker yeah thematically the songs on better days uh revolve around my personal uh struggles with mental illness and um sort of kind of documents my uh journey through therapy and really really intense uh treatment um how hard was it to write this album because of all of that? I wouldn't say it was hard. It, it was the whole time I felt like I was doing something that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, it was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. What was hard was uh, we really liked our last album, so we <laughs> wanted to you know, do better than that. Uh-huh. Um, that was probably the hardest part, the pressure that we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that um, because you were going this darker route that um, you w- you might not be able to to top your last album because instead of being you know like a little bit more shinier you were you know you were kind of heading in, in this is more sullen direction how do you how do you feel about it Dustin uh, I think um, I think it's uh, something that's pretty relatable you know not everyone has that uh, experience of dealing with the mental illness or going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everyone has kind of their own demons that are dealing with them in their lives and, you know, um, mental health, mental illness and access to mental health care is, uh, such a big topic now that's kind of, I don't want to say topical. Um, it's relevant. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very relevant, relevant. especially uh, it's in just, Illinois and in Chicago. We're losing the stigma about talking about it uh-huh. as a society. So it's kind of getting to be a more relatable subject matter, I think. I think in the back of my mind throughout the whole process of writing and recording, I, that was always there wanting to sort of break down that stigma. I mean, and it, and it wasn't like I was waving flags or anything. I, yeah. I just kind of, it was very relevant to my life at the time mm-hmm. and just something that was important to me. Um, but the actual darkness of, you know, the sound that we were making, uh, that that just came more naturally. Yeah. I think, you know, Dustin I and I so. kind of made a point to, of uh, being the guitar players of the band, we kind of made a point to make a louder record. Uh-huh. Um, and then it just sort of became, sounded darker, I think, just yeah. for the guitar just fuzz totally. tones. You know, part, yeah. I think part of it was, uh, we said, like, frustration, because, you know, you're in the Chicago scene, there's so many bands, it's really easy to get drowned out, so we were just like, you know what, let's just make, like, the last record we can. Yeah. <laughs> and... Maybe that will force people to like listen to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. How so. how do you feel being in the Chicago scene and and there is such an abundant amount of bands? How mm-hmm. do you kind of force you guys way through all of that to make sure that your audience and your fans like know that you're still around, still relevant, and still like kind of producing something? Because that can be very difficult for any band. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it, oh man, it's so difficult. It's like constantly having to, you know, you want to play and be relevant, and, but you don't want to play too much and kind of oversaturated. There's, yeah. That's kind of behind the scenes stuff that um, bands think about. Yeah, you don't really yeah. talk about it that much because it's just something you have to do. But, you know, we, we have bands that we're friends with and, and that, that in a sense, creates a, your own scene. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we do play with a lot of, you know, we got pop punk bands uh, that we necessarily don't sound like, but these guys are all our friends, so we just like playing shows with them. And then yeah. we got other bands where they're a lot heavier than us, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. you know, less maybe less melodic than us, and but we're friends with them too. So we kind of we're we're at a point where we can uh, kind of like move in and out of different genres, yeah, um, like mm-hmm. be able to fit in in a sense, right. And I think that works to our benefit with finding the right scene for us. So since this album has been released quite some time, are you guys still constantly like writing, or are you guys still focusing on this album, making sure that it's gotten its proper like wear and tear, if you will? Well, yeah, th- we released it just at the end of November. Uh-huh. Um, now, mind you, it took us a year to record it. Um, but I'm constantly writing, and I think as a, yeah. as a band, we're constantly, you know, bouncing ideas off of one another. Yeah, so I mean, you emailed us a song this morning that we'd worked yeah. on, you know, practice, or watch practice. But, you know, we're kind of like in the middle of, you know, this album cycle. We're kind of still at the starting of it. So, you know, put the album out, and now we're just playing shows to support it. And probably towards the end of it, you know, writing more. And then is, that, is that how you guys write, where, Nick, you'll have, like a riff or like lyrics and you'll like, will you email it to them before band practice? Or is it something that you kind of like bring in? Like I got this part, you know, at brand practice, like, cause it sounds like you guys yeah. also talk a lot off, you know, off hours, <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> off the work hours. Historically it was, I would come up with, I don't know, a verse and a chorus and just sort of bring it to the, to the band. And, uh-huh. uh, see what they do with it, and then I can go home and finish it after I have a sense where it's going. But, but I think, like, just recently, um, Dustin and, and Mac, our bass player, you know, they'll they'll send me riffs and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then I could just, like... It's become much more uh, collaborative, just the initial songwriting, which is mm-hmm. something we haven't done before, and I think it's very exciting. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, did uh, you want to say more about I will, I'll, I'll say something. Yeah, okay, sorry. Please. <laughs> Um, yeah, probably a lot of the songs of the better days, I think, came in when you would bring in, like, completed songs. Um, and some of it would start off as, like, you know, something from practice. And then uh, Nick would, you know, take that home and write it and then bring, like, a full song that we would kind of build around that. Uh-huh. And um, now we're kind of experimenting more with writing it Collab- more as we're going, kind of. So mm-hmm. they're, both, they're both good approaches. It's kind of just trying out new stuff for us. Right. And, I, you know, I don't want to talk about our next record, but... Right. Um, it's far too soon, but I was, it's like <laughs> when I, when I was making better days and I, when I was writing a harm deep, but shining, it, I had a, uh, sort of something I needed to say uh-huh. for both those albums. Um, now it's like, I did two records about being depressed. I, I can, sky's the limit now. And I can just uh-huh. really, I'm, I'm looking forward to expanding mm-hmm. my songwriting skills and sort of seeing what the band as a whole can do writing songs. So let's get into another track by The Flips. 
uh, right now. Once again, you guys are playing tomorrow at the Metro, February 12th. It's an 18 and alert show with Radiant Devices, uh, Island of Misfit Toys, and The Suns. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back here on Radio 1. Once again, once again, this is Radio One Chicago here on eighty-eight-seven, and that right there was selfish. Yes, you got that correct. one correct. <laughs> Second round, doing okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was the flips. I have Dustin and Nick in the studio. Uh, we've been talking about songwriting a lot in regards to kind of like where you're at now and where that album is. Um, it's as you guys are saying, um, you're a little bit more collaborative now, Dustin. As you like. Were you okay either way, or were you kind of like itching to be a little bit more collaborative? Mm, I think 
I think we've always been collaborative. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's just kind of a different approach, whereas, you know, Nick would write a song on his own and bring it in completed versus we would kind of piece together a structure in the practice space. Uh-huh. So, I mean, we've been okay with both approaches, really, because it's nice having a finished song to work off that's fully, you know, what Nick wants to convey. Yeah. And then we add to it. Uh-huh. And then it's nice writing as a band together and then having it turn into something. So they're both pretty... They're both pretty equally good approaches yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So Nick, is there a particular person in the band that you kind of tend to write with a little bit better, easier with, or is it just kind of, you just kind of, whoever's around type uh, of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's your favorite? <laughs> I think our drummer is my putting favorite. Mind, only one of, one of them is here with you. <laughs> no, well, Dustin and I, we, because we're both the guitar, guitar players, uh-huh. it's a lot easier to bounce ideas off like, uh, whether it's a guitar riff or, or, mm. or even what direction we want it the the you know tone to be in, I guess. Um, you know, and Dustin's a big you know gearhead in terms of the amount of pedals he's <laughs> he's uh, using. Yeah. And so I, I you know it's it's great when I have questions I can always go to him for stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then it's just that makes songwriting a lot easier when yeah. all the technical stuff is. It's kind of taken care of. Yeah. Right. So let's talk about the harmonies as well, because there's a, some really decent harmonies in, in, in all these recordings. How do you guys kind of, like, work that out? Because you guys are, you know, especially with this album, you guys are a loud band. And so, like, pulling that off live and even in the studio, um, some of that can get hidden, but you guys do a really good job of, like, making it, you know, keeping it balanced and out there in front of, like, the music. Yeah, we, uh, we're lucky to have... Um you know, band members who are just, like, really good musicians. Um, and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, for this most recent record, um, our newest member, Mac, this is his first album he's been on, and he would just be like, I have an idea. And when we were mm-hmm. in the studio, and he'd just kind of walk in and do it. Or it'll, you know, uh, the harmonies, it's kind of <laughs> really on the spot, like, oh, I have this idea. Let's yeah, that's it. actually yeah. a lot of them d- we did, like, in the studio is like, hey, I'm hearing something. Just, yeah, uh, we, kind of, we kind of threw a bunch of stuff at the wall and saw what's there. Yeah. Our engineer, uh, Joe, who, uh, can I mention studio names? Is that, that's, uh, did, uh, Hey Charlie Studios, who we worked with, uh, like, he even came up with a couple. And he's like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd be recording and he would start, like, singing harmonies during playbacks and then I'd be He's like a, I'm gonna steal that yeah. uh, the, uh, the studio is owned by two guys from a band called Oceans Over Airplanes who are one of those bands we were talking about who were kind of in friends our own little and, scene with yeah good good band friends so they they would have that musical sense and they'd hear things that we don't hear that we wish we did <laughs> yeah I unfortunately per, I have no ear for harmonies I, uh-huh. it, I have to really be sitting like in a room by myself with all the lights off for me to like, <laughs> think about how a harmony would work, and and then I could try doing it. But yeah. you know, um, I'm I, it's all Maccabee, and then and the album before it, we had a, a a guy in the band who was also really good at singing, John Pennick. Uh, so I, I'm just really lucky to have members who are yeah. you know actually good at the stuff that I'm really terrible at. <laughs> yeah, Matt comes with the ideas, and that kind of uh, fills it all out. You know, yeah, it's nice having those different texture voices. And that helps, you know, being, like you mentioned, we're super loud. And then I have a really abrasive voice. Right. And Annette, who plays synth in the band, she's got this, you know, really beautiful voice, this high, higher tone. And it's a, it's a great 
it's a great met blend i think yeah it works for us yeah it's a really good balance so give us the info on the show that's <coughs> happening tomorrow we're at the metro again with uh this is our first time playing there this is like a dream yeah and, and we're gonna be playing with island of misfit toys radiant devices and the suns all these amazing Chicago. bands yeah um I'm, it is 18 and older mm-hmm. so sorry kids and what time does the show start eight eight is doors eight doors o'clock are at eight yeah and then the show mm-hmm. starts at uh eight thirty yeah first band's at eight thirty. and if people wanted to get a hold of your stuff and find you guys like online and just get a hold of your music and kind of keep up with you guys what are some of the best ways they can do that uh, the most easy is through our our actual website highwhereflips.com and then um, besides that, we uh, you know are on like iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, all your all your usual outlets and stuff. So great. Well, Dustin and Nick, thank you guys so much for coming in. We're going to go out on one more song, and this is "Down in Waves." That's right. Here, all right. On Radio two for three. Chicago. Not bad. Mm-hmm.